You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. I am Roger B. Those are the the gunshots of freedom ringing out through America. Shots of liberty. That's Shots right. The song of freedom. Because everybody knows that's the song of freedom. That's right. Gunshots being fired. The tears of a 556 being ripped through. Yes. Okay. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and we're going to talk about guns today and people who use guns in good ways and people who use guns in bad ways. So We recommend the good ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, you're going to run into people who are going to argue with you about this, and uh, they're going to tell you you're wrong and things aren't right, and you're an idiot, and you're dumb for liking guns. Well, let me tell you something. I just found this quote today. I'm going to throw this out there so you'll know you're on the right side when you discuss with facts and figures and information and they start calling you names. When the debate is lost, slander becomes the tool of the losers. And that was Socrates. Socrates. So let's make sure we get that known because you know what? He's right. If they start calling you names, you just won the argument. You know, Roger, uh, there might be some people out there who aren't familiar with Socrates. And if you're not, I recommend uh, go watch the movie Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> Socrates. So, you'll learn about Socrates. I mean Socrates. <laughs> but today we've got a little bit of political stuff. And, of course, there were two shootings last week. Well, there were way more than two shootings. But there were two that garnered the attention of the media. Uh, Roger, there was probably about 100 in Chicago alone. Oh, yeah. Three people died in Chicago over the weekend. Yeah. But yet that doesn't seem to garner any newsworthy attention. Well... You can't point out what happens in a Democrat-run city. Shame on you. That's right. Oh, my God. Shame on me. I should not be doing that. But in Santa Clarita, now, I have uh, have family in Santa Clarita. (laughs) We we know that area quite well. And uh, this this took place in a school, Saugus High School in Santa Clarita, California. Now, California is not known for being a super gun-friendly state. Although you can have them, and I know for a fact you can, because I know people out there who do. But a 16-year-old is not allowed to buy a gun. Not allowed to buy a rifle, not allowed to buy a shotgun till he's 18. Not allowed to buy a pistol, which is what he used till he's 21. So a 16-year-old student came in, started shooting people. Okay, so he was breaking the law by shooting people, breaking the law by even having the gun. And, of course, the Democrats are yelling for more gun control right away. Oh, my God, we need to pass better laws. We need to do this. The guy broke every law they passed getting his gun and shooting people. It's ridiculous. However, let me tell you this about this particular shooting. There were off-duty police officers there, and they responded within seconds. Supposedly within 16 seconds, they charged into the building, cornered the guy, and ended up shooting himself. So who knows what he would have done had he not been stopped by a good guy with a gun. So there you go. Pay attention to that because if there were no off-duty police officers there, there, who knows how long this would have gone on for? Who knows how many people would have been killed? Probably quite a while and probably quite a few, unfortunately, because you can't have a gun in California, basically. Uh, You mean no one around there probably was... uh, Unless you're law enforcement. The carry permits are are may issue, which means you have to prove you need one first. Let me me put it this way. If you're an elitist in California, if you're part of the political establishment 
Democrat establishment, or if you're part of the Hollywood ilk, then you can have armed guards all around you. They can carry. But you, the peasant, you, that citizen that lives around that school in Santa Clarita, <laughs> why would you need to protect yourself? Yeah, you don't need – our kids – you know, the kids who go to school in the good areas probably have armed guards there. You know all the people in Washington, all their kids go to school with armed guards. But, you know, but we're just little – you know, we're down low on the totem pole. We don't – we have to submit to the <laughs> – the monarchy that is mm-hmm. Washington. That and is you know what? The, the only reason they get this way is because we, the people, put them up there. Well, that's true, Roger. And you know, you make a great point about the, the education of the politicians. I beg you to find one politician, especially Democrat politician in Washington, who has kids who go to a government school. Oh, yeah. Prob- probably none. Very nope. unlikely. Nope. Because they know that that education is not what you need to be completely successful. Now, it can be done. But it's very much more difficult. Yeah. But yeah, but having having people protect your school like that, having the off duty officers there with guns was enough to probably save many people's lives just by having them there because they're allowed to carry guns while nobody else in California is. You cannot be your own first responder in California unless you're home. So, and Kamala Harris got on CNN saying, "Stop with the nonsense and pass gun control." California already has some of the strictest gun control in the country, along with Chicago. And bullet control. And what? And bullet control. That's right. Bullets, too. You have to have an ID and a license just to purchase ammunition out there. So it's not like you can find that either. But this 16-year-old kid apparently got everything just as easy as anybody could have and went and committed this ridiculously tragic act and killed, I believe, two other students so far and wounded a bunch of others. So these people need to realize laws are not going to make a difference because people who are going to shoot you when you're not deserving to be shot are not obeying the laws anyway. You can't pass more laws and expect people to obey them. You have to have a way to stop the people who are breaking the law. You have to enforce the laws that are there and stop the people who are breaking them. That's the only way to do this. You have to be in a state where you can carry your weapon. Be your own first responder. Be your family's own first responder. Be your friend's own first responder. You know, I want to add something to that. If, if you are carrying a weapon, no matter where you go, look around and formulate a plan. It's just like I, I taught my kids and I was taught when I was playing baseball. When you're on the defense playing baseball and you got the batter up at the plate, the ball's going to come to you. The ball is coming to you, and you need to know what are you going to first or second or third or home with that ball when it comes to you. Right. Same plan, way plan when for you're the eventuality, it. yes. Now, I want to uh, I throw you <laughs> a curveball. Yeah, a curveball. <laughs> I hate to say this, but, gee, we lost a listener. Uh-oh. And uh, and he. I only have me. six. Well, <laughs> no, now you only well, have five. So well, the other way anyway, to look at that but is, but that a, shows that we can count. That's well, right. And also, a, a spot opened up for a new listener. Yeah. Well, that's right. And uh, this person <laughs> sent me an email and uh, chastised you and me. Oh, awesome! For, I love getting hate yeah, mail. Yeah. Well, uh, for <laughs> we read calling, that on the air for calling guns weapons so i emailed him back and i said obviously you never served in the military what good have you been to your country because he wants you and everybody else 
They're not called guns or weapons. They're called firearms. Now, how many times have you heard somebody come in and their guns all around and their weapons all around? I'd like to buy a firearm. Well, not all. Well, yeah, I actually wrote him back because not all firearms and guns fall under the 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 oh, you got heading the of weapons. Too? Yes, I did. I got that email. And, I mean, he was saying, you know, the the term gun, I know, is used. They don't use it in the military because they use the term firearm, weapon, or rifle. They don't use the term. I never heard firearm in, in the military. Use it's rifle. It was, I heard weapon. This is my right. rifle. This is my gun. No, this is my weapon. This is my gun. Right. One is for fighting. One is for one fun. One is for fun. <laughs> and they use the term. And you were to use in I was in light arms infantry. And they use the term weapon. And if you said gun, you would get, give me 10. Right. You know, I can attest to that because I have seen basic training where it says uh, you will not discharge that weapon until you are told so. That's so right. I, so I, I can agree to that. And everything's a weapon, whether it's an M16 or a 50 cal, a 60 caliber, or a, a law. It's I could a be weapon. a weapon. Check out the guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ten inch, whatever. Okay, let's be careful where this show's going. <laughs> it's only a 22, but you know, I got it. Okay, so you you emailed him back to? Yes, yes, yes. I I I understood what he was saying, and we talked. You know, I gave him a little explanation, and I just kind of I had to look some stuff up and realize that guns and firearms fall under the general heading of weapons, and then gun is a a civilian colloquial term for firearm. Well, then, so. oh, my goodness. I, you mean I have to go home and lose night's sleep because <laughs> Yo-Yo wants He might still be listening? Firearm? I don't <laughs> think he is. He might I, be. You know what? I bet I bet he... He he might be listening. You know, I wasn't people, getting chastised. Some, he just, some people he just that, said uh, he just pointed it out. Some people that get energized by listening, they can't stay away. I know, and <laughs> it happens all the time. People call magazines clips and that kind of stuff. You know, so you know, True. there's that too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know that's funny, Roger, because you. How many times, Roger, do we watch a movie and we we can't help ourselves but call out? A lot of the uh, movie flaws, movie flaws, <laughs> and I can't help it. Uh, I'm a very observant person, and 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 Roger, you know, <laughs> you and I have fun at the movies. In fact, sometimes people don't want to sit near us. Oh, they usually don't. I would not recommend <laughs> that. If you ever see us at the movies, don't sit near us. Can you put the clip back in, uh, or can you put the pin back in the uh, hand grenade? I guess you could if you don't let go of the lever. Technically, you might be able to put the pin back in, but I can't promise you'll stop the spark. See, now, a hand grenade is a weapon. No. And not a firearm. (laughs) Ask Mike uh, Cleland about it. Oh, did he get blown up by hand grenade? Blow it up, sir. Yeah, unfortunately, his own. Max. Yeah, but now, anyway, okay, I want to run over. Uh, let me cover this real quick. We were talking about the shooting. I didn't know you could get a Purple Heart for dumb, but Cleveland did. Uh, John Kerry? He got three. John Kerry, got yeah, well, three. That's, that's <laughs> dumb, dumb, and dumber. Dumb and dumber. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and let's throw them over the White House wall. Oh, but not the real ones. The, the throw fake ones over because oh. John Kerry didn't throw the real ones over. Oh. He claimed but to have. That's because they claimed, had his yeah. initials on them. <laughs> yeah. He claimed to have, so he basically lied, lied about Lied? A Democrat lying? What? Lied? A politician lying? A politician lying? Oh, that's God. like what David mentioned earlier. You know, it's same thing with politician. How do you know a politician's lying? His lips, His are, lips moving. are moving. 
It's amazing. Uh, do, we, do we like anybody? I don't think I do. <laughs> no, no. I don't discriminate. I hate everybody the you know, same. Today, we are equal. Well, actually, always. We are equal opportunity offenders. That's yeah. right. And, uh, you know, I'm proud to say that. <laughs> you can offend anybody if you give me enough time. That's right. <laughs> I have a joke for everything. Oh, I, I've proven that with two marriages. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, what it comes down to is... We've the country, at least on the left, has lost their sense of humor. I mean, you know, I it, think so. They, they really, really they've turned themselves into the biggest joke going. Yeah, well, that's or, true. Or tolerance. So, they've lost their tolerance. I'm not sure they ever had tolerance, but uh, just yeah. by carrying a gun, I offend people every day. If every they found day. out, oh my god, they'd be offended. Yeah. Just by saying I own one, oh my god, oh that's so offensive. How can you do hey, that? I have. I, offend- I like what you say the best. When seconds count. The cops are minutes, minutes away. away. Minutes away. <laughs> hey, it's just like not too long ago somebody asked me, how co- Victor, how come you carry a gun? And I looked at him and said, because a cop weighs too much. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just, you know, I, you ask me a logical question, I'm going to give you a logical answer. <laughs> so, but, you know, it's just uh, oh, yeah. crazy. I think we're going to have to take a minute from all this Ruh-roh. fun and frivolity and take a break. <laughs> I'm Roger B. with Victor Armanderes, and you're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving call timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move timothy around town movers in my opinion are the best that's around town movers The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome back. I'm Roger B. And joining me today for part of the show is Victor Armanderes from On Point with Victor. And you're listening to, to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. And now, that other voice you hear is legendary Dave. Le- Dave the legend, yes. <laughs> now here's something. I thought I saw this story on a site called Bearing Arms. This guy has a very interesting perspective on the Santa Clarita shooting. 
there was an off-duty cop who basically stopped that shooting within seconds. They claim he responded within 16 seconds. Him and a couple other cops went charging into the building as soon as they heard the shots. Now, if they were in Connecticut and they were off-duty cops with a gun on their person, they would have been felons. It is illegal in Connecticut, even for an off-duty police officer, to carry a weapon onto a school grounds. So they want zero guns on there to help protect them. So I am to believe some of the best trained people, some of the most in, I mean, the most intrusive background checks you can be done, they're not allowed to carry a gun. On school grounds in Connecticut. Right, right, in Connecticut. So Newtown, Connecticut, even if there were cops in the building, if they were off duty, they would not have been allowed legally to carry their guns on the property. Because if you're a criminal and you criminally obtain a gun... Connecticut has no problem with you going anywhere you want. Apparently not. I mean, because where where's the legislation? Where is the outcry? Where where is the action that they're taking against criminals who criminally obtain a gun? And st- why don't they focus on that instead of focusing on unarming the people who have had background investigations? If they would stop you know, people who attempt to buy a gun. Stop yeah. them when they attempt to buy, knowing if they're felons or they're ex-cons or whatever, they're not allowed to have one, and they know it, and they're attempting to buy one, they should prosecute them. But Absolutely. they prosecute zero percent yeah. of those. Zero percent. So it's like they don't want to catch the criminals in the act. Well, Roger, Was the uh, yeah. guy selling it at a legal store supposed to have a button under his desk that calls the cops when the report comes back that this guy is not supposed to be. They, they don't have to. They have to go run the report anyway. I have to walk in the back. Let me make the phone call. Let me get on the computer. They can make whatever excuse they want, get the cops there if they want to. But no, they don't have to. All they have to do is tell him no. And they don't even have to tell him why. But they, they But even when they notify the feds, the feds don't do anything. Yeah, they can notify they, a sheriff's they, department yeah. or a yeah. police department. And it's not they don't do anything about it, though. As long as he got denied, they feel like the, it was done. It was finished. Mm-hmm. Even though he may go to 10 other stores that day trying to buy one, and if something slips through, they're going to say the system doesn't work. But remember, politicians do not want to actually fix a problem. If they fix the issue and we actually prosecuted people who went and tried to buy a gun illegally, then you would reduce the number of people trying to buy guns illegally, therefore reducing mass shootings (laughs) or anything else, and therefore they would not have an issue. They wouldn't be able to cry for gun control laws all the time. Did he just testify in front of Congress? I think I did. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Tell him how things are. But this just struck me as such an odd thing. I mean, Newtown, (laughs) Connecticut, where all those kids were shot, if there was an off-duty cop on the school grounds, he would not have been legally allowed to have his weapon with him. Crazy. And, you know, before I testify, though, I will say that I'm not doing it without Mark the Shark. Just saying. Yes. <laughs> Definitely have a sharky attorney there. <laughs> but I just thought that was that was an interesting take on that thing in Santa Clarita. Thank goodness they don't have the same laws there. There. Yeah. But Connecticut doesn't want any guns in their school grounds, even if they're held by police officers. And I imagine this probably applies to federal officers, too. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there are parts of California that might mimic the the Connecticut law. Because remember, Santa Clarita is basically uh, Alpharetta to Atlanta. So it's a suburb. Yeah, it's a northern suburb of of Los Angeles. More of a conservative area. So you actually might, maybe, there's possibility there might actually be a Republican involved in some of the local politics in Santa Clarita. I'm talking just that city. Right. Does the that, uh, does that uh, Connecticut law include six-year-olds that bring their water guns? <laughs> oh, yeah, their Pop-Tart guns, anything, yeah. Boy, if you're a six-year-old now and you bring uh, 
play Cowboys and Indians, I think you'd be expelled. You have a stick shaped like a gun. That's probably going to get you kicked if out of school. If you make a finger and point like a gun and go pew, 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 <laughs> you might be expelled. <laughs> if you talk about Star Wars the wrong way, you can be yeah. expelled. Has, right. has anybody talked to uh, – what's his name? Uh, if you do this, you might be a redneck. Maybe he could come oh, up. Oh, Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, Maybe we should come up with something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And get him to do a whole routine. About it. Well, we'll just do it ourselves. Well, I mean, you know, we can do this. remember, Roger, uh, when when we started, uh, you know, we went back. We're going to have to do this again because when we started the show, you know, last year, I guess it was, we had a segment on my show. Um, where, where, what, what are we calling it? <laughs> you might be a liberal. You might be a liberal if. <laughs> so we might need to start that. David, that's, that's why you're the legend right that's there. That's right. <laughs> well, how about this? How about this? You know, I'm going to throw one out there. There was uh, in the U.S. Senate or U.S. Congress, they were talking about passing a law to give money to states to enforce red flag laws. And I thought, yeah, okay, you know, it's coming. All this is it's coming. If coming. you don't think red flag laws are coming to your state, you're mistaken. It's just a matter of time. There may be a few holdouts, but it's coming. You, but you, you thought those flags were bad on the foosball field. Just wait. Yeah, but just wait. Okay. But the Democrats would not vote on an amendment to include gang members in the red flag laws. <laughs> I mean, now, according to the statistics that uh, this representative... Representative Buck said 80% of murders committed with guns are committed by gang members. Now, I don't know if that's accurate. That's what he quoted. And he said 90% of crime in America is committed by gang members. But yet... Do you know how to get... I brought this up next door. How to get rid of all the gang members? Do you know how, Victor? Uh, I mean, do away with gangs totally. I guarantee it. How's that? (laughs) You close all the tattoo parlors. (laughs) (laughs) But then, then where the skinny jean, hoop earring, vaping, man bun having hippies going to get their tattoos? tattoos? (laughs) Can't they do them to their other using the eucalyptus tree or... or, I don't know. know. I don't know how the... I don't know. I mean, shouldn't hippies be all natural? I guess. I don't know. They they probably have more more hair care products than I do, but but, you know, you never know. But it was funny because, and then they were talking about taking the gang members off because, oh, you don't want to falsely identify a gang member and go after their guns. I was like, but yet you're willing to falsely identify any other citizen, and that's okay. Was it Representative Veronica Escobar, a Democrat from Texas? That sounds like a. An oxymoron, but, you know, anyway, Democrat from Texas brought up the problems of identity confusion in databases of gang members. And then John Lott pointed out the problems of identity confusion in the National Instant Background Check System, the NICS system, especially for minorities. But Democrats have not had a problem with that. But apparently they just want to make sure these gang members can still get their guns, you know even though their gang members keep their guns in the event of red flag laws. And then someone said, okay, let's just make everybody on a no-fly list not able to have guns at all, knowing that the no-fly list has been a complete and utter failure as far as putting people on. There have been senators and congressmen accidentally put on no-fly lists. And, and it's a 100% failure. And if you're a politician and you get put on that list, you've got the power to take yourself off. If you're a peasant like the rest of us and we yeah. get put on that list. It takes an act of Congress to do it. Roger. The, <laughs> yes, we know no, Congress doesn't act very nicely. Wanna, <laughs> you look at the 
there have been situations where people have had the same name of somebody on the watch list, and the the federal moron had the picture of the person and was looking at the person with the same name who obviously was not that person and still wouldn't take them off the list. Oh, no, absolutely not. There was um, there was a red flag law in Florida. A guy got all his guns taken away because he had the same name as some uh, woman abusing meth dealer. And he was like 100 pounds heavier, heavier had no hair, no hair, totally different mm-hmm. person, totally different age and everything, yep. but he had the same name, so he had to surrender his guns, but, and now he has to go to court to try and fight to get him back at his expense. The government bureaucrat could not make a judgment call going, okay, logic shows clearly here you're not the guy. Thank you. Sorry we bothered you. <laughs> logic? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Asking the government to do logic. I mean, it's crazy, but but you throw out our whole judicial system because now he has to go prove his innocence. I know, yeah. No, no due process. No due process. No warrants, nothing. That is why anyone who is for these red flag laws, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, if you are for a red flag law, you go deserve to be thrown out of office. What? I said go drown yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to throw them out of office. A short walk off a, uh, and, uh, a long walk off a short off pier. A short pier. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this is just crazy because, I mean, the gang members are responsible for so many gun murders in the United States, a huge percentage of them. Yeah. But yet they don't want to include them on possible red flag laws. And that messed up? And what does that tell you? And it, and it also goes to we've, we've got an actual president right now who's using the immigration laws on the books to oust uh, MS-13 members and, and these, these and gangs. Cartel members and, and cartel drug members. dealers, and known to human traffickers. Yep. But the Democrats are against it. There's, well, because they're losing votes. <laughs> exactly. Because they know the, the, only only people, the only people who are going to protect them are the Democrats. Yep. And yeah. we're going to break shortly. I want to mention the fact that everyone should take the time. If you're coming to Atlanta or you living in, you live in Atlanta and you haven't been down to it, go downtown to the Georgia Military Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, they just had their induction ceremony, their, uh, the 2019 class, on November the 2nd. And uh, I talked to, you know, these guys that get inducted are real heroes. And uh, yeah. they have served and served our country well, and they carried weapons. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if, you haven't been, if you haven't been to the military hall, the Georgia Military Hall of Fame, Please go down to it, and uh, we've also got something great going on in Johns Creek, Georgia, and we'll tell you about that right now. Morning. My name is Mike Mizell. I'm a retired Army colonel and president of the Johns Creek Veterans Association. We meet in Newtown Park, and part of one of our projects is the installation of the Healing Wall, the half-scale model of the Vietnam Wall that traveled the United States. Well, it's coming to rest, and it's going to live in Johns Creek forever, the half-scale model. We're looking at a possibly a march implementation ribbon cutting ceremony and we're looking for donors and sponsors that want to help us in this great project you can donate at jcvets.org
Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome back. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And if you're still here with us, congratulations, because we're going to get into some more good stuff. (laughs) All six of you. That's right. And that voice you hear is the famous Victor Armendariz from On Point with Victor. And if you have friends that want to listen, we might have a spot open. Apparently, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just one? No, maybe. Maybe more. We can squeeze in a few more. It's a small studio, but we can get everybody in here. Come on. We're we're, we're all inclusive. You know, that's something to bring up. Uh, Yeah, we do. Actually, we do spots for other folks. And uh, we just uh, got our other, our smaller production studio ready to go. So if... um, you're needing to record something, need an MP3 or an MP4. You want to do a video and audio. Just uh, let us know. We've got pre- prices for, I don't know, is this discrimination? We have one price for a liberal, progressive, <laughs> dumbass Democrat, and we've got another price for the wonderful Republicans that want to serve. Yeah, I don't know if the Republicans are always all that wonderful either. Depends on which ones we're talking about. The never-Trumpers charge them triple. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, other than that, uh, we're balanced and fair. Yes, and if you would like to have your message heard on Locked and Loaded or any of the shows on America's Web Radio, by all means, contact us at gm at americasradio.com. And if you have questions for me, specifically roger at americaswebradio.com. And I welcome all questions, criticisms, any praise? Well, you don't have to give me praise. I prefer the criticism because I want to make improvements because I have a long way to go. <laughs> okay, now this story came up. This was not so much about guns as it is about defending yourself, potentially needing to carry a gun, because especially if you're in Portland, Oregon, because now the deputies of Clackamas County, which is... Right in, which is, I think, the county where Portland, Oregon is located, they have decided they are not going to automatically respond to any calls in Portland city limits. They're going to leave all that stuff to the Portland city police because they don't feel Portland is providing an atmosphere that's pro-police. In fact, they're doing the exact opposite. opposite. They're they're pushing these anti-police attitudes. They're letting protests go on, and they're letting them badger and hound harass police officers and not doing anything to stop them i'm pretty sure portland was a city that allowed antifa to uh, block streets yes. pull an old gentleman out of his car yes and and just basically terrify this and no they were basically terrorist activities yeah. and they and the police in portland were ordered to stand down stand down so if i was a deputy around there i don't think i'd be going to ready to run and risk my life for a county that's or a city that's not willing to have my back right i mean they're they want you to go in head first and then it's like oh no we're just going to stand back and watch you get in trouble because the minute you touch one of these guys we're going to charge you with police brutality 
Yeah, it's, it's it, backwards, it, folks. And this sheriff, backwards. Craig Roberts of Clackamas County, he said he will no longer put his deputies in unnecessary danger. Good for him. I know. It's great. Now, he said he will still be working with any federal law enforcement or anything like that that needs needs help, and they will respond if they're directly requested with a SWAT team or you know, a negotiation team or something like that. But as far as general calls, he's not going to be responding anymore to mm-hmm. anything in Portland because it's not worth it. He doesn't want to put his deputies in danger where they're letting these terrorists run rampant without doing anything to enforce the laws. Well, there you go. Another example. You have Portland, a city run by Democrats who empower criminals and criminal behavior, reward criminal behavior, while screwing you, the peasant, the people, the right. innocent. Yeah, and, and Portland, I don't know for a fact. Someone would have to tell me if they know this or not. I would imagine Portland is a no-carry City. They probably do not issue any permits to carry weapons in Portland or even Washington State in general. I would almost guarantee. I would almost bet that. So you can't even be your own first responder there. You can't take care of yourself when the cops aren't there. Uh, I don't even know if you can be your own first responder with a slingshot in the state of Washington. That's right. You can use foul language, though. Maybe foul. (laughs) You know what? That you may, if the Democrats get their way, you can't even use foul language because they're trying to criminalize parts of language. That's right. If you call somebody an ethnic yeah. slur, oh my God, you can get in more trouble than if you pulled a gun on them. Look, look what the Blasio's doing in New York. <laughs> I mean, the Blazing. Oh, I don't even. Oh. <laughs> the Blasio, comrade, the Blasio, comrade. Is that exactly what he is. And of course. With this being done, that's one reason the police bureau is experiencing catastrophic staffing shortages. Imagine that. Nobody wants to work for a city that doesn't support their police officers. Mm-hmm. So this is mm-hmm. only going to get worse. Eventually, Portland police are going to move out, going to go other places, find other cities to work in where they're respected, where they're honored, and where their work is appreciated. So until then, though, the ones that are still there, I wish you the best of luck. In finding a new job <laughs> and moving out of Portland, but in, you know, just do do the best you can. But I would not stay there very long because it's only going to get worse. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. There are a lot of municipalities out there that are begging right now or, or in big need for police officers. In fact, Gwinnett County being one of them here in Georgia, right, right, County being another one here in Georgia. So there are places where these Portland officers are probably going to start moving to. Oh, right, absolutely, leave that state. They will get out of there, you know, because, I mean, police officers still can get a job almost anywhere in the country. A good good police officer with a good record can get a job almost anywhere. However, nationwide, the anti-police attitude has been on the rise. Yep. Of course, some cities are expounding it more than others. You know, and And those are – that's sad. Very sad. And being perpetrated by – I mean, this kind of stuff is coming from sitting politicians. Right, because they have their own armed guards. What do they need yep, police for? Exactly. They don't pay it's, attention to what every what the local citizens need or what their, you know, what kind of protection they should be <laughs> you mean, provided. You mean the local peasant? The peasants, yes. I us mean, peasants I, down here at the bottom. Us peasants here at the bottom. We don't get to participate in this elitism. That is your so-called representative. I know. We fought for this 234 years ago, and it's coming back around. They say history repeats itself. <laughs> These politicians are staying in office 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Yep. They're basically becoming monarchs. And mm-hmm. and what do you call the female monarchs? 
Are they monarchs also? I don't know. Queens? Queen, queens and kings. <laughs> <laughs> and so we don't upset some of the uh, listeners out there. We're, we mean queen as in the monarchy. Yes, right. <laughs> not as in the lifestyle. No, but there's nothing, not that oh, there's I anything d- wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just may have gotten locked and loaded in trouble. <laughs> no, no. We, we, we're all inclusive well, as long as you believe in Second Amendment rights, you're included here. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. We don't judge much. Well, no, but, not uh, at all. Like I say, if you're anti-Second Amendment, you're probably well, going to be offended. But that's okay because – Well, you should be. I have my First Amendment well, rights. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> for now. offend for you now, we still by do. being an anti-Second and, Amendment person. And we have the First Amendment right to speak. You do not have any amendments that say you can't be offended. That's right. That was not – that's and not now, even a commandment it, either. There is no Department of Happiness. There's no, no, no. I mean, despite what the liberals are telling there. Yeah, they, they want to give you everything to try and make you happy so you'll vote for them. You'll vote for them. The only way to get happy is to make it yourself. That's Choose right. to be happy. Exactly. And happiness is a warm, belt-fed weapon. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, now, the Portland mayor was the one who did, I just say this, allowed Antifa violence to take over mm-hmm. the streets. Yeah. He allowed them to run rampant in the streets, mm-hmm. attack citizens, block traffic, and did not allow the police to do anything about it. While all their faces were covered. Hmm. I think the only difference is that the coloring of the mask is black now instead, instead of white. Instead of, exactly. So, you know, it, it reminds just me saying. of something that happened back in the mid-1800s. Just, you know, something, I mean, if I could just think about it, it was something about people covered in white. That's right. Way and, back when, you and know. And attacking people uh, who. Attacking people. Yes, it was very similar mm, idea going on boy. here. Yep. Because the they didn't want their faces to be seen. Yep. Gosh, if I could only think of that, you know, I'll have to, I'll have to ponder to that. To l- look up there and see what triple letter designation yeah, we can come I to feel with like that. There was three letters, <laughs> but they were all the same. <laughs> they were all the same. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so the Antifa is doing the exact same thing. They're doing the exact thing they claim to be against. They're using fascism. They're using terrorism to fight against people's rights and take their rights away. It's amazing, though, in this generation, they're marching to have their rights taken away. They're marching against having the right to keep guns, against having the right to free speech. They're marching against all this stuff. And people in Hong Kong are fighting for their lives with bows and arrows, which are weapons, not firearms, <laughs> But they're because it's all they have. They don't have a Second Amendment to protect their right to keep and bear arms. No, they don't. And they're they're trying to get what they think is uh, the best part of America is our freedom, and here we are trying to shut down freedom and, on every possible avenue. And they're waving United States flags all over Hong Kong. I say we trade. Uh, Send Antifa over there. Over there take the Hong Kong take people the Hong, over yeah, here. Let's take the Hong Kong citizens. Because think about it, Roger. The Hong Kong citizens are waving American flags, but we can't put the Betsy Ross flag on a shoe. That's right, because that's offensive. Because it's offensive. I mean, this is so backwards. Like I was talking to Victor earlier, um, and think about this. Look Look at Hong Kong, and if communism was so great, why are they protesting? Why are they wanting out of it? Why are they wanting out of... And communism is just an advanced degree of socialism. Right. Oh, yeah. and, uh, it's socialism and, after they take all the guns away. Yeah. And here we are trying to go socialistic. And this was this has been planned for 
since the probably into the 50s, and mm-hmm. if not before then. And I'm not sure that McCarthy wasn't 200% correct. And, uh, you know, right now, communism is alive and well in the United States. And the sooner we start accepting this mm-hmm. and backing our police, backing people that are anti-socialistic... Right. Getting away from the give everything to everybody for free without having to work for it. That's no way to make a country great again. Hey, look. That's it. Look, throughout history, there's never been a country like the United States with freedom and liberty at the helm that that had a wall to keep people in. Yeah. <laughs> so think about it. Uh, yeah. That's I mean, right. The Berlin Wall, the walls in China, the mm-hmm. wall, the, the guard, the wire fences so, in Russia. Yeah. Look at all the fences, all the barriers. They kept people in. That's why they went. But first, they take their guns away. And they, they take their guns away. They take, they take their individual, individuality away. Now, you got to wonder, what is the government planning on doing after 234 years where they want to take your guns away? What are they planning on doing that's going to make you want to shoot them for it? I really wonder about that sometimes. You know, yeah. I mean, it's been, we've had the Second Amendment for 234 years. And, yes, there are issues, and freedom has a price. It does. There are people who are going to abuse this freedom. Mm-hmm. However, perhaps if our immigration system gets worked out i mean it needs to be it does need to be fixed it doesn't work right now it takes too long it takes there's too much red tape too much money involved to get somebody who's a good person a citizen yeah too much bureaucratic red tape well roger it's simple if you if you have a proper immigration system where you're 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 getting a lot of educated people you're getting people to come in to assimilate they may not vote democrat Exactly. They're going to vote for freedom. They're going to vote for liberty. They're going to vote for individual rights, which is what they came here for in the first place. Because mm-hmm. they've lived on the other side of the fence. They know what it's like. Yeah. You can't fight back. You have nothing to fight back with. Like I say, the Hong Kong students are using bows and arrows taken from the archery classes in their schools. <laughs> That's all they've got. They're using improvised weapons to fight off police brutality. Yep. And they only want their freedom. They want to be allowed to you know, worship, speak live a free life and that's all they ask to do and unfortunately without a second amendment they can't fight for it it's very difficult to fight for it when the government has all the guns they make all the rules absolutely look if if anybody has any doubt out there and and i don't want you to go buy this book just go check it out in the library because i don't want you to i don't want you to buy it because i don't want to give this guy any more money but if you you want to go check out a book called rules for radicals and and you will see oh, you will see the requirements of of uh, of what communism requires, what they stand for, and how they you step cannot, by step. Right, step by step. You cannot have a communist state with individuals. That is why you hear all this. It takes a village crap talk, uh, or it, it's for common good, or that kind of crap talk, because you cannot have individualism. And have communism or socialism. So you must lose the individuality. So you want to you want to look read rules for radicals. Check it out of a local library, and uh, and you'll see exactly where uh, we will be headed if we allow socialism to creep in and communism and all those crazy things. Yeah. But let's get back to guns. Yes. Well, uh, you know, now that you mentioned, I'm going to bring up one more quick story. 
This is 60 Minutes was covering a sheriff's standoff over red flag laws in Colorado. Now, this sheriff has basically said, he goes, I am not going to enforce these laws. They are not constitutional. I swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. Okay, we got to take a quick break. I ran over a little bit. We'll be right back. This is America's Web Radio. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Last week, my party chief said he wanted to go someplace he had never been before. So, I took him to the rear property line. Sound familiar? Are you tired of trudging all the way to the back of property lines? Why not take the steps to become a crew chief instead? Or even better, why not become a professional land surveyor and see your name stamped on that final survey? The Nettleman Institute of Land Surveying Engineering Technology is your next step. At NYSET, we believe you are the future of surveying, and we want to do everything we can to help you succeed at becoming a professional surveyor. NYSET offers the only online one-year certificate of land surveying program that includes all books, fees, and expenses in one simple price. Visit LandSurveyCareer.com to stop trucking through the mud and step into your future today. morning. My name is Mike Mizell. I'm a retired Army colonel and president of the Johns Creek Veterans Association. We meet in Newtown Park, and part of one of our projects is the installation of the Healing Wall, the half-scale model of the Vietnam Wall that traveled the United States. Well, it's coming to rest, and it's going to live in Johns Creek forever, the half-scale model. We're looking at a possibly a march implementation ribbon cutting ceremony and we're looking for donors and sponsors that want to help us in this great project you can donate at jcvets.org you're listening to america's web radio on the america's broadcast network.com thank you for listening hello and welcome back this is america's web radio and the show is locked and loaded I am Roger pew, B. Pew, 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 pew. And that other voice you hear is Victor Armendariz with an occasional There it is. With an occasional bounce in from Dave the Legend, the station owner, producer, manager, 
He's our boss. All the above. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about 60 Minutes was talking to a sheriff about a standoff over red flag laws. And this sheriff has flat out said, he goes, I am not going to enforce laws that I don't believe are constitutional. He says, I took an oath to uphold the Constitution. And the Constitution clearly states that enforcing a red flag law violates like six amendments at least at least no due process mm-hmm. no warrant no served just we're search, taking these away man. based on whose opinion oh well the guy you work with said you might be crazy so we're going to take mm-hmm. your guns away not prove anything just take right. accusations and they said they said oh well this could get you in big trouble he goes i would rather go to my own jail and sit there than to enforce laws that are unconstitutional yeah, good Not, for him. We need more people like him. We need a lot more people like um, him. I hope we need other, people in Congress like him. Yeah, well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> that requires voting. Yes, but even so, this sheriff was—he was adamant about standing up for the Constitution, doing what's right, and not enforcing laws that he didn't feel were constitutional, which this one clearly is not. So we may have a way to fight back against the red flag laws if they just aren't enforced by local law enforcement. If they stand up and say, oh, yeah, we'll get to it. If they act the same way they do in California, New York, Washington, New Jersey, about issuing gun permits as they do about going after red flag laws, then we'll be fine. Because they usually push them all the way to the bottom of the pile. (laughs) They have one person working on them, and they take forever to do anything. And that person takes a lot of breaks, apparently. Apparently. I mean, in New York, they say it takes between six and nine months just to get a permit to purchase a gun. Not yeah. carry it, just purchase a handgun. They do it on purpose. Of course they I mean, do. It slows they, they throw speed bumps out there. Yep. Well let's hope these sheriffs mm-hmm. do the same thing to these red flag lo- red flag red laws flag. and slow them down, stop them, drag them down to where they just become unenforceable, where they can't mm-hmm. do anything with them. Let's and he, hope. And he held his position during the sixty minutes interview. He didn't back down Good. a bit. He said there's no way he was going to enforce a law. He'd rather go to jail than enforce a law that he didn't think is constitutional. That's great, and rightfully so. I mean, the Constitution's on his side. Uh, But, you know, they would rather you be on the side of elitist politicians. Right. Well, you know, there's been talk among the the preppers, the survivalists, the boogaloo crowd, that if the government were to fall apart, who would enforce their will? Would the military be willing to fight against its own citizens? Illegally, of course, because it's illegal yeah, to use the military against citizens. On, yeah, exactly. So we would hope that that wouldn't happen. We would hope that they would actually look and go, you know what, this is wrong. I took an oath. I'm not going to be a, a Nazi and say I'm just doing my job. This is not the job I signed up for. Yeah. I swore an oath to support the Constitution, not to obliterate it. Not to it. obliterate it. And the only, the only time I want to uh, stand is see military, active military on United States grounds here, you know, in the in the lower 40s. He's in a parade. Uh, well, okay, that's, that's one. <laughs> the second reason is uh, during Zombieland. That's right, I'll, that's right. I'll happily stand with our men and women in uniform. Yeah, because to, if you're uh, a zombie, I think you give up your citizenship you, automatically. Absolutely, automatically. Yeah, automatically. so it's no okay, rights. it's okay for them to go against the zombies because they are absolutely. not really citizens because anymore. Because they're not really citizens anymore. That's right. If they can't, if you can't say the Pledge of Allegiance, then you're not a citizen. You know, oddly enough, though, zombies find a way to vote Democrat. I know. It's amazing how these things happen. Well, amazing. because you got to realize they eat brains, and, and liberals' brains are so rare. no... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but logic here. Nothing but we follow the logical line. 
But see, I'm just hoping that the military and police departments throughout the country will look at these red flag laws and goes, these are completely unconstitutional. You can't enforce these. They're not legal. And eventually it may come to a court case and somebody may decide, oh, you know what, we can't do this. I mean, it's it's in practice. I mean, in, in theory, it sounds like a great idea. Let's take mm. somebody's freedom away until we prove they're, they're guilty. Hey, look, all the feel-good and wonderful emotions that are set forth by Democrats are usually yeah. horrible, ridiculous laws that are going to hurt Well, freedom isn't free. It's going to cost mm-hmm. something, and sometimes it unfortunately costs lives. Yep. But you can't just take people's guns away because somebody points them and says, oh, I don't like them. They need to, it sounds like an impeachment proceeding going Boy, on. Boy, doesn't right it? <laughs> Every, yeah. Everything it with guns. Like, see, things with guns can be explained. It, it can explain everything. Everything. <laughs> Absolutely. The Second Amendment can work in all kinds of ways. <laughs> so, in fact, now we're going to leave the United States and go to Ireland for a minute. North Ireland. Ireland. Where... They intercepted guns coming into Ireland. Now, Ireland has extremely strict gun control laws, as does Britain, Scotland, Wales, all those. Yeah, it's, it's nearly impossible to have a firearm socialist in countries. any of those countries. Yeah, socialist countries. But apparently, they intercepted a shipment coming in. They were bringing in dozens of AR-15s, thousands of rounds of ammo. Mm. And you're going, okay... So if they can bring all this into a country that has laws preventing it from even existing in the country, mm-hmm. what makes them think if they change laws in the United States, they're going to stop it from coming in? I mean, cocaine is illegal in the United States. Methamphetamine is illegal in the United States. But yet, but seems yet. like any third grader can walk around a schoolyard and find it. And find it, yeah. So I well, doubt laws clearly, are not going to do it. Clearly, that shipment in Ireland, Northern Ireland, they just misread the address because I'm pretty sure it said on point with Victor's show. <laughs> America's, you know, I'm pretty sure that was the address. Boy, they got that one wrong. North Atlanta, not North, North Ireland. Atlanta, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it just goes to show you that, you know, now in Northern Ireland, though, these are where the, you know, the, I, I don't know, I, depending I on which side of the fence you're on, whether they're freedom fighters or terrorists, you know, right. depending on which side of the fence you're on. You know, and history will eventually determine how that goes. Yeah. And whoever wins will write the history. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, according to the uh, according to the British, uh, ma- the uh, the American colonists were indeed terrorists. Were indeed, yeah. <laughs> and then we became free, and we were patriots. And now they all want to come here. To, well, the monarchy, the elitist, want to come here for their health care. Hmm. Of course they do, because socialist health care sucks. <laughs> it's like going to the post office for health care. Oh, my God. Have you been to a post office lately? <laughs> <laughs> Oy vey. I'm telling you. But, yeah, it just goes to show you, in a country where no guns are allowed at all, they're still bringing in Bring shipments in. of military-styled weapons. I'm not going to call them assault weapons because they're not assaulting anybody no. yet. There's no... S- firearms. Firearms. Firearms, <laughs> yes. Guns, firearms, there's, weapons. There's no such thing as an assault weapon. Yes. But if gun control worked, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> if you just had to put a sign up and keep everybody out, you'd be good to go. I know. Yep. So, you know, so people in Ireland are now going to find themselves facing attackers who are armed while they have nothing to defend themselves with except yep. potatoes. Potatoes. And maybe, oh, you could always <laughs> break a whiskey, whiskey. bottle. Whiskey bottle. <laughs> <laughs> beer bottle, break a beer bottle, break a whiskey bottle. Whiskey in like the that. jar, roll. Broken bottle. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so it just goes to show you that That's just having the laws makes no difference because people are well, not going to obey laws. They're not going to obey laws. They're going to bring stuff in anyway. Criminals Same thing with drugs. Yeah. Okay, one quick parting shot, so to speak. 
Randy Wise set a record at the ultra long range world record with a 2,158 yard shot during the 2019 NRA Extreme Long Range Nationals. He was firing a 338 Lapua rifle out of a savage action, Lapua. and he set the the record 26 inch barrel, huh. one and nine inch twist. With a bipod and a rifle basics trigger, the scope was a Golden Eagle Vortex. He's using a 300-grain hybrid bullet and 90 grains of powder. Uh, it was the hybrid bullet. Yes, the hybrid bullet. That's what did it. Makes energy along the way. No, but 2,158 yards. Did he hit a 36 by 36 in steel plate. Not once, not twice, but three, three times, times in a row. Man, did this hybrid bullet have a solar panel on it? <laughs> And was it sunny day? Was it a sunny day? And just day? to give you an idea, 2,158 yards is 1.23 miles. I want to know what kind of arc he used. Oh, why did it pick uh, up speed as it was getting closer? It has solar panels and hybrids. It was hybrid. And wheels. Had to charge it beforehand, yes. No, but I thought that was pretty amazing. And they, and they filmed the whole thing. It's on video somewhere wow. so you can see him do this. This was from a few That's months crazy. ago, but still, he he did three for three, shooting a thirty-six inch steel plate at two thousand one hundred and fifty-eight yards away. Oh, shucks, torn nothing. That is just awesome. <laughs> you you said you could do it, Roger. <laughs> yeah, if I was sending ten <laughs> yards away, <laughs> I sure would like to try. I don't have to hit it. I just want to shoot. Just taking the shot out of a three thirty eight Lapua. That's take right. The shot with that Lapua. Well, folks, that's all the time we have today. We got to wrap it up. This has been the Locked and Loaded Show. I am Roger Woo-hoo. B, joined by Victor Armendaris and Dave the Legend. Pew-pew. And we will be back soon and talk more about guns, weapons, and firearms. Guns, guns, guns. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.